everyone has an opinion, but he's got the Von Hessler Doctrine. Eric Von Hessler on WSB. Live from Sherwood Forest, Hour One, the radio hour of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins now. I am the aforementioned Eric Von Hessler. You are listening to the fastest growing radio show in America. The doctrinaires are here, man of a thousand voices. That funny fella, Tim. Tim Andrews. So, so, so guess what? Hello. It's going to be a good day because our friend Dennis Rodman is in the news. She's electric. She's adorable. She's always entertaining. Autumn <laughs> Fisher is with us. Yellow. And Jared Yamamoto still hobnobbing with broadcasters from around the globe in Austin, Texas. So, English Nick from our sister station, The River, joins us. Good day. He's going to feed us the headlines, so let's do this. Headlines for Thursday, September 7th. Before you get to the headlines... Sure. I just want to talk to people, because a lot of people listen to radio in their cars. I would say maybe more people listen to radio in their cars maybe than anywhere else. It's not like the 1940s, where the family would gather around the radio box. It's time for the Don Hessler Doctrine. <laughs> yeah, those days. Oh, we, would, we, would, we would call it the program back then, the right? The program's coming on at 11. The Von Hessler program. Put the newspaper down. We're listening to the radio. Yeah, those yes. days Those days aren't, aren't so much happening now. But it's, it's, you're in the car. So it's a beautiful day. In the metro Atlanta area. Stunning. And uh, I feel a little bit guilty because you know that the you know people in Houston are still digging out. And you know the people in Florida have Irma heading their way. And there we are with this beautiful day. And I get on the Hospitality Highway, otherwise known as 400. And I'm hearing about accidents all over the place. And then, yeah, there's one, right? The stop and stuff just after the Glen Ridge connector. I'm thinking, like, how can this happen? It is a beautiful day, and all of these vehicles are going in the same direction. So it has to be, if it's not a blown tire or some kind of malfunction like that, there's only a couple things going to happen. Aggression and belligerence. So you've either got somebody aggressively crossing lanes, or the belligerent guy who just won't let you in because I, I'm not going to lose this 10 feet of real estate. Why, I'll get to work 10 feet later, and that can't happen. And so it's just idiocy. And what I want to say to people, because it's a beautiful day and I'm in a great mood, what I want to say to people is just because you've driven a vehicle 5,245 times before, the next time you jump into your vehicle, you have one job. Okay, the job is not to get to where you're going. That's the goal. The goal is to get to where you're going. You have one job, and that finish job, your makeup before you get there. Not exactly. Text nope. your text your mom. And say not good exactly. Yes. No, your one job <laughs> is to keep your vehicle huh. from touching any other vehicle or guardrail or anything. <sighs> and unless something happens in front of you or something blows up, and you have no excuse. Give yourself enough time to get where you're going. And then when you find yourself in a jam sort of situation or things are going slower than you like, uh, turn on your favorite radio station. That would be WSB. WSB. If you're not in the mood for that, turn on your favorite music. Just sit there. Your life is going to be fine. If you're 10 minutes late, I promise you, it is not going to ruin your life. Everybody just relax and get there. 
That's all I'm saying. That's my message. Now, give me the headlines. That happened to me this morning, too. Uh, Moreland and North Avenue. Same thing. It's all over. You said to pile up. Although I do understand. We got the Florida people coming up here. Well, yeah. It's old people who can't drive. Is that what you're trying to say? No, 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 no. There's a lot of people leaving Florida for some reason. What I'm saying is that uh, I understand wrecks on surface streets and in parking lots. It's a 360. People are coming at you, from, and it can happen. Sure. But when you're on a highway, (laughs) and everybody's going in the same direction... Outside of uh, malfunction of some kind, there's just no excuse. So give me Anytime that I'm yeah. trying to merge and someone won't yeah. let me in, I always scream at them, it's a zipper! Let me in! <laughs> but it's what I'm saying zipper. to you is don't scream. <laughs> just go, okay, that guy's a jerk and I'm going to go in behind him. Or I'll find but they somebody need to, else. How are they going to learn if yes. I don't yell at yeah. them? If you are not, if you're not, don't admonish them. How will That's they right. learn? <laughs> All right, can we do some headlines? We this, can. Tim, I'll, bring in, I'll bring in Smiling Mark if I want to do the traffic show. Tim, I, <laughs> Tim just mentioned in the uh, traffic from Florida, Miami-Dade orders coastal evacuation as Hurricane Irma threatens. Yeah, my mother-in-law is uh, flying up, I think, uh, tomorrow. She'll be here. She lives in uh, Sarasota area. So. Yeah, a treehouse to put her in. Yeah, yeah I was yeah, going to yeah, say. Mother-in-law suite. Mother-in-law suite. No, I, I actually, I'm one of these guys who actually, I, I, I adore my mother-in-law. Hmm. I, I, so I, I'm all the jokes and stuff, I kind of get it, but I actually adore my mother-in-law. So it'll be fun to have her up here. So, uh uh, yeah, you know, I guess people need to evacuate. Need to get I ain't out of going. There. Uh-oh, there's the old guy that's not going to leave. I ain't going. I'm staying. You always get him. Yeah, well, it's just, why are you going to stay? You're an old guy. You've got all these medications. You need good water. Yeah, I'm stocked up for the next two months on all my pills. These young people ain't got no grit. No I've been grit. through Andrew, through Jeannie, through Dennis, through Ivan, through Wilma, and I'll make it through Irene or whatever uh, it's called. Whatever. <laughs> Come on, Irene. Irma. When I, uh, when, I think, when I see these stories, I remember the first one that ever sort of uh, penetrated to me. And it was uh, whenever Mount St. Helen blew up. I think that was 82 or 83 19. somewhere. 80. Was it 80? Mm-hmm. I, I remember that there was an old guy, and he was all, CNN had just started, I think, and he was all over uh, CNN. I ain't going. I'm not going anywhere. This is on my mountain. I'm going to die here until they make a movie with Art Carney playing me. That's exactly what happened. It was surprise, surprise. The thing <laughs> blew to high heaven, and he died, but there was a movie that was made about it. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, you could do worse than uh, uh, the great honeymooner sidekick Art Carney playing I'm, you. I'm telling you this. If I see a bunch of sharks flying around like a sharknado or something, then I'll know that's the end of the world. Yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, I, I, you can stay there if you want. but I, I'm going to. Okay, all right. I just don't think you it's try good. and make me leave. Art Carney's dead, so he can't play you in the movie. That's all I'm saying. Well, find somebody. Yeah, George Clooney, perhaps. All right, there next story. Right, next story. Trump has sided with Democrats on fiscal issues, throwing Republican plans into chaos. This is why. And this is uh, important, I think. So there's a meeting in the Oval Office, yep, and you got the you got the Democratic leadership, and you got the Republican leadership. And I think Steve Mnuchin, who by the way is the Secretary of the Treasury, if you know, is his name on the money yet? Anybody got any money with his name on it yet? So uh, apparently, right in the middle of him explaining to the Democrats that they wanted to go for not a uh, a, a quick fix on the debt ceiling. They wanted to go for a big deal that would uh, last for the next 15 months. Trump waves them off and says, now we're going to go with the Democrats. We're just going to do it for three months until December. Now, let me just say that as a libertarian fiscal conservative, what this means is I'm probably not going to get the tax cuts that, that I want. Um, that's one thing. That's policy. Uh, and But as far as politics goes, I think this is the president that people in the middle that got him elected, not the base, wanted. 
the guy who's going to make deals. Because in political terms, look, we're $20 trillion in debt, and as a country, we can't agree on whether What's it's... another trillion? Well, I mean, we can't agree on whether it's night or day. How are we as a country going to do anything about the $20 trillion of debt? I'm just talking about optics and politics and Trump trying to get reelected. Uh, in that sense, I think that this is probably a pretty... Smart move by him. A lot of people are saying that he smacked uh, Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell in the face. Uh, Mitch McConnell's not happy. I'm not happy at all. Uh, but I don't really think it's so much that. That's part of it. Your collateral damage. He's smacking the Freedom Caucus in the face. Because as they were talking about doing the tax thing, uh, once again, a couple of days ago, well, the Freedom Caucus, we're writing our own tax package. We're not following Ryan, and we're not following Trump. And he feels like I'm almost a year in, and these guys are just killing me. And I know that, politically speaking, just the what looks like progress is what helps you in politics. It doesn't really have to be real, necessarily, especially not in the beginning. If it looks like you're getting things passed, if it looks like grand bargains are being struck, it does you well. He not only did that, but then he left, went on the road, and started talking up some Democrat senator hmm. who is up for re-election and is considered one of the easiest seats to pick off. Nope, I love her. I want you to vote for her. I don't care what Letter is next to your name. Vote for that lady. Here's the deal. You know, he, uh, you gotta understand, if you can't get these Republicans, if the, if, if you go to the House and you can barely get stuff out of the House because of the Freedom Caucus, and then you get, uh, the troubles that you get, you have only two seats to play with in the Senate, Somebody's gotten to him and said, you know what, you can easily probably get uh, 40 or so votes over on the House side from Democrats, and let's look at the Senate. All you, you're going to lose a couple of Republicans. You, you, know, you, you can govern effectively. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to get what I want. I'm saying you can govern effectively with 40 Republican votes, and you go out and get 12 Democrats for everything that you need, and you can do almost anything that you want to do, and you can create the appearance of progress and not stagnation. In politics, the worst thing that can kill you is it looking like you're doing nothing at all. When you do something, you lose people and things get controversial, but you get credit for doing something. And I think that uh, it's probably politically him realizing I can govern and get things done with 40 Republicans and 12 Democrats in, in the Senate. And there's five or six Democrats who are already in red states and are pretty conservative anyway. So you really, after that, all you got to do, you got to go hunt five or six more down. And, uh, and, and you know, old-fashioned politics. You throw them a bone. Here's a highway. Whatever. You know, get, that's the way this stuff is done. And I think he would have been better politically. Again, as a libertarian, I don't think I'm going to get what I want policy-wise. But just in terms of politics, uh, just in terms of politics, uh, I believe that uh, this is going to be more successful for him successful for him, but only if he doesn't wake up tomorrow and change his mind and uh, start... <laughs> I can't believe Nancy Pelosi tricked me into tweeting about dreamers. You gotta go. That's another thing, the dreamer thing. Yeah, this morning. That music says I have to wait Yeah. to give you my point of view on that. Okay. So that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna wait. I wanna hear it. We're gonna come back. Okay. I'm gonna give you my point of view on that. Now, I was going to, uh, before we left, I said I'm gonna come back and I'm going to uh, talk a little bit about this whole dreamers situation that we have here. And I do want to do that. But I want to set people up to know that we had a little bit of a controversy broke out here. 
crazy. Uh, yeah. So English Nick, who is helping us this week while Jared Yamamoto is off partying with, I don't know, Leonardo DiCaprio or something <laughs> on his yacht. I don't know what he's doing. So uh, English Nick is, hap- is, is filming in. And in the break, he went into the co- into the into the, co- the break room. Get some coffee. Yeah, yeah. My first cup of the day, un- unbelievably. And you have a Union Jack coffee cup. Well, well, everybody ha- knows. First of all, he's the only English guy in the, here. Yeah. I had one. No, but, well, yeah. So you've been using one, and, he, he, and lately his Union Jack coffee cup. He didn't know where it was. Oldham so, Fisher gave me this a couple Christmases ago. And so you walk in there, and guess what? He finds Ashley Frasca washing the mug out after using washing it. Washing the mug oh. out. Oh! And I asked Nick, like, were you were you aggressive? Did you did you say, hey, that's mine? Or how, how, did you resolve this situation? I, I, I almost resorted to violence. But I better of it. <laughs> Does she it's know my, it was it's yours? My flag, man. Yeah. yeah. Did she know it was yours? No, she didn't know. And by, well, but did you tell her it was oh, yours? Oh, I told her. Yeah, you told her, and then yeah. you just left it there. She put it up on the shelf, and you didn't take it. Well, she washed it, and it's, now it's drying. So and then the English Nick says to me, he says. Well, it's really my fault because I left it out. You know, that's not, Aww. that's the, no, no. It's, I mean, that's so nice, though. It is nice, but it's not true. <laughs> I, 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 I adore Ashley Frasca, but we all have a dark side. <laughs> and uh, I, what I would say is she knew that wasn't her cup. I know. And she knows that she's not from England. She's not represented by them. You know, if it was an American flag. I was going to say, stars and stripes could have been anybody's. Could have been anybody. Yeah. We're, you know, we're all born here. We live here. We're, we're citizens. But when you see a Union Jack cup and there's only one person named English Nick in the in the yeah. building. You know you're not using a cup that uh, belongs to that, you. Hey, who he... took my Confederate battle flag coffee? <laughs> yeah, mug? those were removed. I by can't. Man- <laughs> I had two of them. <laughs> those were removed by management. Oh. And uh, when I when I asked them why, they said. They're like he was born in Pennsylvania. What, what, is, what does he need to? Don't matter. I got a rebel spirit. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would like to make sure that before this show is over, I don't know if Ashley is still here. That she was leaving. But, so I'm going to oh, go grab she it. She's leaving. Yeah. She's well. She's listening. I have a message for you, Miss Ashley Frasca. <laughs> you are you are wonderful in the traffic department and uh, uh, great on the Herman Cain show. But that does not give you the right to steal coffee cups. <laughs> Willy nilly. Now I think probably she's been working here longer than you. Maybe. Yeah, I maybe think so. She yeah. thinks she has the uh, she has the right. Right. Yeah. You're, more you're, senior. You're already, a newbie. Yeah. You're a newbie. I've been here six years. I think. You've been here six years. Yeah. Oh, we're all getting old. I know. I can't believe you're getting old. Like you were like. Me. The, I'm not getting no, old. No, Autumn's not getting old at all. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm fifty. I'm fifty. Now. <laughs> Are you still? It's still weird to me. Are you fifty? Yes. I just never thought English Nick could get old. He used to have that moppish blonde yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think, of, I, like I said before, I think of him as an aging monkey. <laughs> not, not the animal, the, the group. monkeys, oh. the TV group. Yeah. All right. I promise we'll talk politics when we get back. Welcome back. I'm Eric Von Hessler. This is the Von Hessler Doctrine. The other voices you hear are the doctrinaires. Now, you brought up something about the Dreamers, a tweet that, uh, what, Nancy Pelosi encouraged Donald Trump to make a tweet, and what was his tweet? She called him this morning and uh, said, hey, why don't you reassure the Dreamers? So he essentially, and I'll have it in front of me, he essentially said to the Dreamers out there, uh, don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. You, nothing's going to happen. Yeah, no action. He but, said no action. This is what, what, you know, we are so, this is why I don't watch any of the 24-hour news networks anymore. I see them here, and I see the stuff that's on the screen, but I don't watch them because the with this word, this hackneyed term we use a lot, narrative, but it, it really is true. People don't know how to get out of their narratives. Nobody knows how to look at what exa- what's exactly going on. First of all, <clears throat> the dreamers were already in trouble. 
the court system was was holding things up, and they the had Supreme, ten attorneys general. Yeah, the, the Supreme Court was going to rule against it, and there's a very good reason for that. It's unconstitutional. Uh, Kagan may have ruled against it. It's blatantly you cannot rule as president on a whim. You cannot change society through an executive order. It just doesn't work that way. Trump did the dreamers and the people who like the dreamers and want that policy a favor by saying you've got six months to come up with legislation and do this constitutionally. And by give, by putting that six month window in there said get to work. Let's get this done. And all the people come out of the woodwork with their with their political team uniforms on and oh here's another chance to have a rally. And let's hey, nobody's heard me talk about how horrible Donald Trump is for the last eight months. Hey, get out that bullhorn, honey. We're gonna hit the streets again. But if you actually looked at what was going on, it was quite obvious that Trump wants these eight hundred thousand people to stay. I don't know what his base thinks about that, but it was quite obvious to me that he wants them to stay, that he pretty much believes in this program, and was just pushing Congress to say, make it legal, let it grow roots, let it become part of the fabric of the nation, rather than ruling on a whim. And then the, all the people on CNN, I, I saw one thing at the bottom of the screen the day that it happened that said, uh, 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 Trump punts dreamers to Congress. <laughs> Is this any understanding of the Constitution? It no. was never. It was never in uh, the ballywick of the president to be doing this. It was always for Congress. Congress makes laws. CNN must know that. This is a no-brainer when it comes to the Constitution. But the Constitution doesn't get you clicks. What gets you clicks are emotion. And look, he hates all these people. He wants to throw them out. When the reality, the real story that CNN can't find is, wow, what does Trump's base think about the fact that it's quite obvious that he wants this policy to be entrenched? They're calling it a pivot Uh, uh, in the media. He's pivoting. He's not pivoting. He's not pivoting. He's always said that this was a was going to be a hard decision. He's always pulled these people out separate from the wall issue and things like that. I mean, I go after Trump when he deserves it, and I think he deserves it a lot. But this is what distresses me so much about the debate in this country. It's never based on a set of data. It's never based on a set of facts. You know, try the way the two sides argue with each other. Have you ever, um, have you ever known, uh, oh, let's just say somebody's just uh, tripping on acid, right? Like, if you tried to uh, have a debate with someone who's tripping on acid, it's impossible. Not because you can't agree on the topic, because you can't agree on what day it is. <laughs> if you're saying it's Wednesday and the other person's saying it's Friday, it's absolutely impossible to come to any sort of agreement. And that's what it's like now. We all have to be able to agree that it's Thursday, once we all agree that it's Thursday. Yeah, but in Asia it's Friday. Yeah, and we're well, but us, we're living and in Atlanta. Cosmically, time doesn't uh, exist. Right. There is that. There is that. Also, the guy tripping on acid forgets what he said to you two seconds ago. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like trying to debate with a crazy person. Yeah. Oh, 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 it's nice to see you this morning. It's eleven o'clock at night. No, it's ten thirty in the morning. If you can't agree on that, you're not going to go any further. And it would just be nice if we could just debate things in a reasoned way and from a from from. A, a set of facts, of data. It was always obvious to me that this president does not want to kick these 800,000 people out. 
I don't know what his base thinks about that, but that's the story. But CNN doesn't know how to find a story anymore. It's just a matter of what's going to get the clicks, what's going to keep the viewers, which is fine. You have to make your money. But I believe that if you present facts in a good, compelling, sometimes entertaining way, you'll get ratings. We've proved it right here. Give me another story, English Nick. (laughs) Right. Dennis Rodman thinks Trump should let him handle Kim Jong-un. He said this on the uh, the TV show in England, Good Morning Britain, yesterday. Call me a racist. Oh, let's get a rock. We'll get to that. I basically hang out with him all the time. He, we live. I love this. This is what he's talking to him about. What he, what he and Kim Jong-un do when they're having fun. He sounds like a kid back and telling his second grade teacher what he did over the summer. I basically hang out with him all the time. He, we live. We sing karaoke. We do a lot of cool things together. And we ride horses. We hang out. We go skiing. And uh, we, we hardly ever talk politics. We go ski shooting. We uh, play so shuffleboard. And guess because guess what? He likes to play Trivial Pursuit. And we play Sorry and Monopoly. And you play was Sorry the one, was it Trouble? Which one has the where the dice are in that? That's, tru- that's Trouble. You play that? And, and sometimes we play, um, guess what, Operation? <laughs> guess what? I drop it and say, guess what? You sing Don't Stop Believing together. And, and, and guess what? Uh, because... Uh, uh, because uh, Kim, Kim is a good friend of mine. and uh, So yeah. you think you can avert nuclear war? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you say you don't talk politics with them. We're going to get them on a horse. and That's you know. Because, I mean, the one thing that brings everybody together is Boggle. <laughs> if the president even tries to reach out for Kim, I think it would be a great possibility things can happen. Yeah, think great things. <laughs> things. Things could happen. Maybe if we sat down and played Trivial Pursuit. Yeah, you do recognize that entire cities uh, incinerated. That's a thing. Yeah, I've, that's that, a thing that could happen. That could be, but uh, if, if I think if uh, look, Donald Trump's a good friend of mine. Uh, you yeah. put me on his TV show. <laughs> Guess and, what? Uh, and guess what? He likes to play boggle too. So guess what? So you get I mean, them all together, big boggle tournament. We go skiing, play boggle while we're skiing, and uh, sing karaoke on the slopes. Don't forget horse riding. Yeah, we we get on our horses and we ride to the top of the mountain and we ski down and play a game. Uh, 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 Yahtzee. Uh, Yahtzee. How often does Kim Jong Un's translator just turn to him and go, "I don't understand what he said." I, I guess I, what? Guess what? This guy's not speaking English. Because guess what? <laughs> I learned, I learned some Korean. I learned. We have, the, we have the pink lady here. You know who the pink lady is? Yeah. She's that North Korean lady who gives all the news. I call her. Yeah, okay, guess what? Tell, tell Kim. Tell Kim. Say, look, uh, say, look Kim, I, I brought over a brand new uh, a Game of Thrones uh, Monopoly. And, uh, Wait a minute, there's no North Korean words for Game of Thrones? <laughs> Guess what, I get to be the hat. <laughs> you know what, as weird as this is, Dennis Rodman actually couldn't hurt no, at no. this point, right? Send me over there. Send you over there. He likes Pringles. So do- Tell tell Kim that I got his case of Pringles, the barbecue cheeseburger. Do you have have what's that t-shirt? Marijuana bros or something? Something like Pot Pals or something. They got you know the reason I go there? They got the best uh they got the best sativa over now. Do they? Yeah, you oh. work all day and not oh. worry about it. Oh, fantastic. Cause I wanna, guess I, what? I, guess what? Because guess what? Because Kim, Kim likes uh, to smoke weed. And mm-hmm. guess what? I like to smoke weed. And I, 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 Guess what? I rolled a good blunt. Time to pass the peace pipe is what you're saying. Or the blunt. 
Yeah, or the blunt. I guess the peace pipe is out of date. So uh, I don't have a lot of time. I definitely want to get this Kid Rock started. All right, Grand Rapids show with Kid Rock last night. He had a podium and everything, and he basically (laughs) went after his critics in a speech. So, because he's talking about running for Senate, and then he's going to open some new venue in Detroit next week, I think. And so all the people who are against and call him a racist, he did use the Confederate imagery for a long time. Long time. And so all the that's out there. And so they think he's a racist and all this stuff. So in the middle of the show, he's I tell you, yeah, the, like three or four songs in, I think. I'm one of these people from the right or the left, whether I agree with you or I disagree with you, I don't want to hear politics from my rock stars. I just right. don't. It's not the, I'm leaving the headlines to come in here and get away from all this for a while. That's the way that I feel. Now they're, But he's got an agenda right now. Yeah, so, yeah. so he's got to answer his critics. So. Call me a ra- oh, by the way, if you're going to make political points, using the F-bomb every three or four <laughs> words may, in, uh, maybe not. Call me a racist because I'm not PC and think you have to remind me that black lives matter. Nazis and bigots and now again the KKK says screw all you and stay the f*** away. It's like he's, he's rhyming. Well, he is he rhyming. Is. Well, you know, I'll say you can be in the Senate, but every speech you give has to be has to be a poem. It has to be lyrics. It has Rose to be a run. Roses are red, violets are brood, Trump is a jerk, and so are you. Oh, Mitch McConnell, you're just having a hard day today. That's all. You feel well, stabbed in the He took me out to the woodshed. It's no secret we're divided, and we all should take some blame. We should be ashamed that we all seem scared to call him by his name. Oh, he's getting religious now. So please, Almighty Jesus, if you're looking down at me. Yeah, I am. I noticed the 17 <laughs> F-bombs, by the way. So please, Almighty Jesus, if you're looking down tonight, please guide us with your wisdom and give us strength to fight. To fight the tyrant evils that lurk here and abroad and remind us all we are still just one nation under God. Then Rodman jumped hang out with him all the time. He, we laugh. <laughs> we sing karaoke. We do a lot of cool things together. We ride horses. We hang out. We, we go skiing. And uh, we hardly ever talk politics. Does that sound like a seven-year-old? We ride horses. We binge watch Stranger <laughs> Things. <laughs> I believe English Nick has to go back to our sister station, The River, because yes. he's got rock blocks to build. It's the anniversary of Keith Moon's death today. Oh, wow. Drummer from The Who. Won't get fooled again? Not going to be in there? That's in there somewhere if you vote for it. Certainly should be. All right. We'll come back with our final segment in Mirror moments. All right, welcome back for our final segment on this Thursday. What's the day? What is it, the 6th or the 7th? Guess what, it's the 7th. Okay, it's the 7th. Thank you, Dennis Rodman. Yeah, guess what, you're welcome. (laughs) Guess what, thank you. So, uh, circling back to uh, what we were talking about, the big news of the day that Trump has made a deal with the Democrats concerning... Raising the debt ceiling just until December. Republicans want to do a big deal, get you know, have a lot of negotiations and get it through like the next fifteen months or so. And they feel as if, uh, you know, especially Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan, I think they feel like they've got daggers in their back, right, Mitch McConnell? There's so many daggers in my back that all the bourbon I've been drinking is leaking through, <laughs> like in a cartoon. A lot, a lot of bourbon this year for you. Lots of bourbon. But uh, I, I got it. The Von Hester Doctrine is here to tell you the real story because CNN doesn't know how to do it anymore. Fox News got their head somewhere. I can't say on WSB. MSNBC uh, doesn't matter. This is Trump punching in the face 
the Freedom Caucus in the House. And as somebody who's a fiscal conservative and believes in a lot of these fiscal ideas, i got to say, they deserve it. Now, here we go. We're about to do the uh, tax thing, tax reform. And a couple days ago, we hear the Freedom Caucus, we're going to write our own tax bill. And we're going to, again, you know, not following the party, not following the president, who's not really a Republican, but he was elected as a Republican, which makes him the de facto leader of the party. The people in the Freedom Caucus need to be reminded of something. They're a club. They're not a separate branch of Congress. They're a club. That's what they are. They're a think tank who can go vote on bills. They're taking themselves way too seriously because most of them are in safe districts. So that's the real story. The punch in the face. Uh, McConnell and Ryan, collateral damage. The punch in the face is to the Freedom Caucus. And it'll be interesting to see how Trump's base responds to that. Of course, they'd have to listen to this show to know that's going on because the rest of the media is just going to go off on stupid things. Well, they're talking about Russia on CNN yeah, now. So. Yeah, of course, it's the most important thing. It never happened. All right. That was the radio hour. We're going to go do our podcast hour. If you have the WSB radio app, Von Hessler Doctrine, 24-7 live stream, you can follow us over there. We'll start seven minutes after the hour. Find the Von Hessler Doctrine on Facebook. We Facebook Live that podcast hour. You don't have to lose us right now. You can follow. That was the radio hour of the Von Hessler Doctrine. Eric Von Hessler on WSB. Almost live from a Sherwood Forest, Hour 2, what do we call the podcast hour, begins now. Ah, uh, we're all still here. English Nick's joining us again. Autumn's here. Tim's here. Jared's still not here. Are we on Facebook Live, Lauren Johnson? She was a little slow. She's a little slow today. She was uh, lollygagging is what happened. She was both lollying and gagging. Lollygagging. What does that mean? Where does that come from? Like lollipop? Oh, Gagging you're like a, on a lollipop. Oh, so you're like you're, not getting, you're, you're just you're doing nothing, right? Uh, right. <laughs> what are you? Hey, why are you making fun of me all of a sudden? Lately? I'm not. I'm. So I was yes. making the sound of a lollipop. Oh. Get like. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, okay. Is that the sound of a lollipop? That is not a lollipop. This is not. This is a family lady. friendly <laughs> show, and I'm glad that you explained to people that that was in fact a lollipop. Autumn likes to get lippy. Now, again, we go into these areas of double entendre. There's no double entendre there. Entendre. I, mean, I think your mind is... On, my mind is filthy. Dirty. dirty. You want to your know mind how, is dirty. This is all you have to know. <laughs> am I... What, what, what sex... I, I was going to say what sex am I, but I will, I will put it in a millennial-friendly way. What mm-hmm. sex do I identify as? Well, that's up to you, sir. Well, I, but you know. You, you know. You know. I identify... You are presenting male to I me. Am, yes, I am cisgender. Oh, we're on Facebook Live. Uh, How about all these celebrities now that are pregnant and they're saying, well, I know he has male parts, but we're going to let uh, him decide what his gender is. Yeah, we're or, gonna, we want him. We want to have him as a cause. We don't, we don't know the sexual her. identity or the sexual orientation. But my point is being uh, cisgender, that means that you know that uh, I have a dirty mind. I mean, hmm. all men do. This is what I've been trying to tell Autumn for years because she's so innocent. And like, well, no, I mean, I was just talking to him about sex for three hours. It's just an interesting <laughs> topic. It's like, are you kidding me? Isn't hi- isn't uh, cisgender just a highfalutin way of saying normal? Yes, it is. How dare you triggered? Well, cisgender normal uh, to say normal. S- well, um, normal though. Normal has a meaning that does it doesn't mean anymore. It, it's now considered if you, if you say that cisgender. Like, let's just say identifying with the parts that you were born with. If uh, if you say that's normal, people will get uh, upset because, it's, oh, you're saying people aren't normal. But the word normal 
It's norm. All it means is the norm. Right. Well, the, the, that's a, it's a, it's a, maybe even, I don't know for sure, but a mathematical term. The norm. It's, it's, it's what the most. Average. The average. Not even the average. It's what most people are in anything. Or most, if, uh, widgets, you know, if most of them are one way, those are the normal widgets. And the ones that aren't are not of the norm. But they're still important. No one's saying they're not, but it's yes, normal. You are. By nor- saying <laughs> no, the norm is the norm. That's yes. saying that outside the norm is not norm. So it's not norm because if your it's name less was norm, than norm. I would be even more upset. <laughs> what if I'm a transgendered gal named Norm? <laughs> Ma, Norm, Ma. Norm. You were norm. Yeah, you were norm. Now you're Norma. That's yeah. my favorite. Is finding out people's like new names. Mm-hmm. You know. So oh, like, after they made the switch. Right. The so journey. Like, I'm sorry. This the journey. If they were Christopher, then they turn into just Chris. Yeah. Well, then they change it to a K. Or if you're Ooh. Bruce, and now all of a sudden you're Caitlin. Caitlin, yeah. that's a good name. <laughs> I like it when they have uh, some sort of um, string attached to that. You know, like some uh, continuity from one name to the other. Well, Caitlin wishes he could have a string attached to it, but he's say. never going to be that much of a woman. Oh. <laughs> How about that for a dirty mind? Sorry, we have Lauren in here, and she's, I wish my father she's like the cleanest thinking person ever. Pineapple Johnson? Yeah, she's not like Autumn, who pretends to be clean thinking, and has just an absolutely filthy... She's genuine. Aut- yeah, Autumn may have a, a clean mind, but she has a filthy body, and I don't mean that she doesn't bathe. <laughs> well, that's true, I don't bathe. <laughs> but it's Lauren Johnson is actually one of the goodens. I mean, she is... She's like, she might as well be Mormon. I mean, really, I mean, she's... Here we are with our personal ad again. No, no, no. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you want somebody healthy... I mean, I, have you ever been drunk, Lauren Johnson? I doubt it. Uh, no. Like, yeah, see, I, Not they, even in what? college? And oh, that's no. the first time I've asked her that question, and yet I knew what the answer was going to be, because I'm a good judge of people. You don't drink? No. That Okay, why do people do that? That's a misnomer. I'm asking. Yes. Well, getting drunk does not mean you. Not getting drunk well, yeah. doesn't mean you don't drink. So you'll go out with friends and have a glass yeah, of wine. I don't understand. Yes. <laughs> Autumn cannot cannot fathom what I you're saying. You have ever have four glasses of wine in the same sitting? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, you're getting well, that's pretty a bottle of that wine. Point. Now me, I drink to get drunk. Yeah. What point no, is, is it if you're not getting yeah. drunk? Wait, I'm confused. You drink four glasses. Hold of on. She has to put on. She's got her She has to put on her headphones so that she can hear you. Now go ahead and ask I'm her question. On it. Go it's ahead. A, so you you can drink four glasses of wine in a sitting, but not be drunk. That's a bottle of wine. No, not like in a sitting, like downing four at a time. Like if I'm no. out with friends, or like not like even throughout out throughout the day, throughout the time that we're hanging out. So it might be like four or five hours. Right, oh. so you're like a, a glass of wine I an hour. I think you're just French. Yeah, something yeah. like that. <laughs> uh, so, but you, you're, yeah. not, you're, you're, not, you're not, you didn't go through a big drug phase or anything no. like that. No, of course not. Look, I mean, I just, you, she, you can just look at Lauren Johnson and see that she's healthy. She's oh, yeah, a stoner written all over her face. Yeah. Well, yeah. One, well, when I played sports, I mean, that yeah. doesn't mean a lot, but it does. I mean, you can't. Sure. You get it. And your dad's a coach. I brought this right. up yesterday. Yeah, you can't be effed up if you got to play sports no. the next day. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're an athlete, and, yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah. And, right. And in college and high school, I mean, I was playing sports six days a week, maybe. Yeah, it's the way that parents keep you busy, so you yeah. don't get in trouble. True. Idle hands are the devil's playground. I did that when I was a senior in high school. I played tennis. I played baseball. Didn't work for you. Uh, I didn't smoke then. Didn't work for you. Though. Well, I did smoke, but I stopped. 
Yeah, when you went down there, though, you just went all the way to the bottom. You're like, uh, no. I want this vice on top of that as soon vice. As I started college, that was when it all went out the. <laughs> yeah. This one has no vices. Tim She's Andrews. just total clean living. Boring. <laughs> That's not true, but okay. And you're like some sort of like a, a junior chaplain or something, right? I'm not a junior. Well, I mean, you're a chaplain for something, yes. but not, you don't have your own church. Well, what's no, your no, vice? You're like some sort of cult leader or something? No. No, you're just. No, no. You just, uh, like, do you. Do you I'm chaplain. a chaplain for college athletes. Oh, really? Yeah. But what's your vice? You say you do have vices. Well, yeah, doesn't everybody? Well, well yeah, what, but what's Baby yours? Ruth? Um, too much candy? <laughs> I eat more than three M&Ms at a time. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> well, a lot of people say one of my vices is I don't really like chocolate. <laughs> oh, really? That's not that a you vice. You don't like chocolate? No, that's not a vice. Get out of this room! <laughs> I told you. What are you talking? You're like in an well, interview. You go, like, what's you your biggest flaw? Like, I work um, too hard. I, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was going to say that. I was like, I'm kind of, I kind of am a little bit, I'm a workaholic. That's not sure. a vice. Uh, but it it kind of is. It's not a vice. No, it's not a vice. It's a virtue. That's Right. Okay. A vice. Don't try now. Now this is making me think that you are there's something secretly. All right, going on. no need for attacks, Autumn. No <laughs> need for attacks. Saying people don't have to be like us. People can actually live their lives in a good, clean, yes, decent way. Yes, they are. Way. They just don't admit it. Well, everybody has their thing, but I mean that's that's a different thing. What I'm saying is you I, don't have to tear this. I drink too much water things. in a day. I exercise for too long. Um, I'm too thin. I'm too tall. I'm too pretty. Do you find that? Uh, do you <laughs> do, you, do you find that uh, college athletes are receptive, or do you get a lot of eye rolling? And uh, oh no, they they love us. Yeah. In there. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, I think that. I mean, uh, you get your fair share of that, but mm-hmm. mostly. Yeah, athletes are pretty religious. Yeah. Well, we. This is why here, I point this out. We've been because on campus for over. Oh, this will be our fifth year. I want Tim Andrews to know this because you know sometimes Tim Andrews is not a chaplain for anybody, right? And uh, I'm a champion for people. He's champ. He believes in people. He's a bit of a Charlie yeah. Chapman, but from time he does Yes, yeah. he doesn't know. I want him to know this because I'm afraid he'll like start talking in the in the Tim Andrews way in front of you, and the next thing I know, I'm sitting in HR. Have I ever this done is that, a fear <laughs> that I have. Lauren? Have I ever done that? No, no, no. And, and he can't be. He can't be uh, worse than some other people we know. I mean, I'm here at night. Okay, yeah. let me tell you something. Okay, and right. sometimes Lauren is here, and I hear there's certain people yeah. with a dark side that we, we're not talking about. Right, that's right, what right. I was talking right. about. Right. And <laughs> you're talking about the close. Uh, I'm not saying oh, names. No, Clark Howard. The, Clark Howard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dark Howard. Oh my gosh. Another dark Howard. <laughs> hey man, there's a couple of news reporters that's, in that room who. They curse up a storm oh, yeah. on the filthy mic. in here when all so the I, know, I know who Lauren's no, talking the night about. shift. The night shift. <laughs> yeah. There's no, F bombs no. flying everywhere. I sit oh, down. That, I, don't, I, I just have to say that. I have to say this because I have a reputation from ten years ago oh. yeah. that still drags around behind me. I know who you are. And I would never be that way around somebody like Lauren. Okay, I just want to make sure I was protecting my no, own No, but you don't have flock, to not But be I'm not guarding, uh, guarding myself. I, I'm just yourself. respectful of... He's not used to being around really good people. That's oh, okay. something I'm saying. This is all news to me about Lauren Johnson. And now yeah. I'm thinking back. I, I get pretty verbal in that newsroom sometimes. I hope I've never offended you no. with anything. Oh. oh, my gosh. She's not I, easily offended just because no. she's a chaplain. Yeah. She's like one of the cool chaplains. Guitar playing, you know, people, yeah. you know? Literally. Kumbaya. Literally. Do you play guitar? You, yeah, I do play Will guitar. Will you bring your guitar one day and play sure, for us? yeah. 
Are you, are, you single? are you single? Yeah. How are you single? <laughs> I mean, you seem like <laughs> the, the age like, old question. I, I mean, this is crazy to me. <laughs> she asked. Uh, she's you know she's waiting for the right quarterback. Sorting the wheat. They're going to the get chaff. together. They'll get married. Preferably they'll... one that's yeah. in the NFL and is making millions yes. of dollars. Yes. But that cheats on you. No big deal. No, no, right, no, no, exactly. no, 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 no. I can buy as many shoes as I want, Autumn. No, Autumn. No. See what's going to happen is she's going to marry a jock, and they're going to be Rivers type. They're going to be very successful, and they're going to like go on missions to Honduras and stuff. The big joke is that oh well you probably can figure out what the big joke is now that we're talking about this. tim andrews no oh okay what? well Sorry. you got the first name right the tim, tim tebow. tebow stuff yeah oh yeah people joke with me about I mean, all the time but hold on a second hold on a second you recognize as somebody who is both religious and into sports that tim tebow had no business in the nfl oh yeah no. having nothing to do with his religion no 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 okay very good no he's a baseball i don't, I don't even really think he should be playing baseball so <laughs> okay very good all right, that's I'm done with you, Lauren Johnson. Okay, good. Although I'm a big fan. <laughs> Thank God, I'm a big just, fan. Get out of that alive. Yes. No, you're you doing just it. fine. <laughs> you're just look. You're better than me. I'm. You know, I haven't had a drink in three weeks, and I feel like I should call up the New York Times and get a story yeah, done about. You've me. done it. Yeah, you know, I'm really. You know, I'm really, really doing. I mean, yeah. There's. Yeah. I mean, when you bring not, in your guitar, it just, uh, yeah. when you bring in your guitar, I, don't know. I, I have nothing actually, else to say about it. I actually want to sing "Kumbaya" because I was. Uh, I was no, I was, we got to sing something from God's God right. Not God. Oh, oh God's All spell. good keeps <laughs> around us. <laughs> See, I'm worried. I want you to go away because what's going to happen here is these people are going to get dark. They don't know how to stay on. Like right now, we're having a good conversation, right? Yes. And you're, but they don't know how to stay at that it's level. Fine. And we it will Listen, get, I, it will get insulting at some. Point. I'm insulted. Guys, I can stay. And I'm I was protecting a theater you. major again. Oh like, none wow! None of this stuff oh, is ever thank the Lord. Hold on a second. Thank the Lord. Hold on. Hold on a second. For all what? His love. <laughs> Shake it. Shut up, Autumn. Da, da, da. Okay, um. So you were a theater major. <laughs> yeah. And so and that, broadcasting. So that meant you had gay friends. Yes. How is that possible? Still do. Your chaplain. Love the center. So? I'm kidding. Love the center. I hate the center, not the center. Uh, don't put words there's in There's a lot of flaws in that. Yeah, don't put, her, don't, don't put her on the spot. All Anyways. right. All right. You're, I'm done because I'm afraid. So, uh, you know, it was nice having you. You know what they say. No. He's kicking me out. Yeah, I'm kicking you out for your own good. That's fine. I have to go do digital anyway. Okay. I am protecting Let's get together you. and sing some Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor. Let's Coast. do it. Can you uh, do me a favor and get the uh, date right today? Because, Lauren. I got it right. That's why I had to, That's what was taking so I long. Know I know. Because I had to going, type it in. I have no doubt you're going to heaven. But yesterday. <laughs> that's my flaw. At 9 o'clock at night. can't type the date right. I'm I, bad at math. The Facebook thing yesterday said, said Friday what? October fifth. I'm what sorry, it was it? guys. September I didn't 5th. realize it had the day on it. I just saw the Sixth. date. Yeah. So I was. Well, like, we learned, right? right. What is it? The seventh. Today's the seventh. Can will you let me fix it now? <laughs> yeah, if you can. Uh, is you my Facebook in? open? Are you logged in? I'm perpetually logged in. <laughs> Good pod. Uh, yeah. Well, shut. <laughs> I got him. You know. <laughs> What's with her? What's her? She's like Miss Critical. Hi, she has been. So, you know, she gets on one radio labyrinth and suddenly she's the expert. Yeah, it's, uh, just sitting back. Yeah. I, I got an idea. I got an idea. Let's uh, let's do the Autumn Fisher show every day on WSB. Okay. See what the so, ratings. So you guys, it's all I about figured sports. out Instagram stories today. So let me. Just yeah, it's, yeah. it's all about sports. Not with her. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, but, 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 oh, oh, uh, before you left the radio hour, English Nick. Yeah. You. Oh yeah. Go ahead Sorry, and turn no. on your microphone there. Eating nuts. Um. Oh well, you know. Again, <laughs> not in religion. front of Please. pineapple. Please, Please. Like pineapple. Just, I didn't uh, die do either. That <laughs> Before if, I left, a uh, pineapple. If anything happens from this point on, my defense is: I told you not to stay, right? 
Listen, I told you a million times, and none of this bothers me. I just want to say to our HR person, Kathy Bates, I told her. She's nice. It would be best. Everybody's nice here. See, that's how they suck you in. Everybody's nice, and the next thing they're getting punched in the face. Even Dave Baker's nice. Dave Baker's hilarious. I think he's a little jealous that I haven't had him on the show. You You know, we have Dr. Joe on the show every other week. And after the last time, Dr. Joe you was like on. Dr. Joe? I love having Dr. Joe on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Joe's great. I can't wait to you do dueling Dr. Joe's. You're going to do dueling Dr. Joe's. It'll be great. Uh, I'm going to get the do- guitar music and everything. We're going to do dueling Dr. Joe's. It'll be dun 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 I haven't had a piece of meat in 25 years. dun 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 Neither have I. It's a great one. <laughs> so the last time I had Dr. Joe on, after I was done. popcorn. After I was done. Yeah, he brings food. and everything. Uh, He likes the nuts too, don't you, Dr. Joe? After, I love pistachios, peanuts, anything that's good for you. Cashews. Fixed. Fixed. Thank you. Bless you. Uh, so uh, last time, I, I want to get this completely right. Where, where is, uh, I'm going to go down I want to hear the story before I leave. So the last time I had Dr. Joe on. I get home, and this is the message that I get from Dave Baker. Why do you keep inviting Dr. Joe to be on your show? Oh, <laughs> I was no. like, and I thought, you know what? I like Dave Baker a lot, and uh, I, probably I should have had him on the show by now. Maybe there's a little jealousy there, because he knows that I know he's a funny person, and we get along well. And, yeah, let's have him on. Know. Yeah, I know, but the thing is, do we, we, need, a, we need like a home improvement kind of thing like if he's just walking by and i go hey dave come on in then he's just hanging out and having fun but to uh to book him on the show there has to be like some sort of home improvement segment or something and i, I in my mind i can't <laughs> okay. i can't think of that you know? listen i have tried to get dave to for us to do a whole web special on him renovating my house and he won't do it that's no, it's not that he won't do. We just haven't. Like, you're, you know, you're trying to get it for, for, for free, probably. Not That's free. What, yeah, well. I just want someone to help me. <laughs> I'm surprised that Remember Dave that? Baker hasn't texted you about your leaf guard endorsement. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Hey, look, Dave, you can't get them all. Step it on Dave's toes. that way. Yeah. 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 Dave, you can't, you can't have every home <laughs> quick guard. <laughs> uh, you want to fight? Is that what you want, Dave? I want to have aqua guard fake. All right, let's fight then. Leaf guard. I remember I did my impression for him that one time, and he went. Well, I can't say it. Oh, he didn't like it? No. It doesn't sound like me. No, well, no he didn't do that. <laughs> I don't, it's because Dave is hilarious. Right. Maybe he didn't just quite, he doesn't quite get, Who's know. this guy? You know, when we, when we do that, when you, when you do voices of people around here, it's out of respect. It's an, it's an homage. Well, it is. I love everybody that works. We like everybody. And uh, I think sometimes we people- We gotta love everybody. I think sometimes uh, people, yeah, they, they take it maybe the wrong way, like we're making fun of them. Right. And uh, I'm John Lewis. Never did. That's homage, right? A WSB. Depend on Do the uh, do of uh, <laughs> Doug Edelwein. I'm Mark Edelwein. WSB. Depend on it. Yeah. <laughs> Edelwein. That was good. Mark Edelwein. Edelwein. It's all, it's all out of love. What, you- Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Aram here. And listen. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Aram here. I'm here. You're there. Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you done? Yeah, I'm done. All right, go do digital. And before I make you nervous, you're making me nervous already. Yeah, I know. Cause I, you know, I, I, I well, now you putting the head up. I'm just saying. I, I, well, you talk. I can't. I want people to know who you are. I want to know what Autumn has to say. Because you're you're a friend of mine. Yeah. But with this gang, you don't want to get going down the religious. I gotcha. You don't want to get got, going down I'm the religious good. well. I'm good. Okay. You don't have you to wait. Listen, Autumn. There's a you lot of so- there's a me. lot of souls to save on this panel. I know how to leave. Okay. My soul saved. I asked Jesus to come into my heart when I was four. And uh, my, my, my. Well, he's ev- been in and out, let me no, tell you. It's my, not as if he was there the whole time. I believe my evangelical aunt 
had a pretend <laughs> phone and she had me call God yeah. and yeah. ask Jesus to come into my heart. And I told my mom, who was a diehard Catholic, my mom lost her mind. Oh, yeah, because she didn't like Called the... my step... Yeah. Uh, my, not my stepmom, but called my aunt and yelled at her. Yeah, back in the day, Baptists and Catholics Telephones. were really at each other's throat. Now, they feel so besieged by the secularism, right, mm, right. that now Catholics and Baptists are very much kind of together. Yeah. And Jews. People forget... Everybody talks about the Judeo-Christian thing. Man, you go back to like the 1940s. <laughs> the Jews and the Christians did not dig each other well, they in had America. boats of Jews coming from yeah. Europe to the no, United States. No, yeah, get away, you know. So, Don't want to the Palestinians. But now, but now, see, now you sit down. <laughs> now I just sit down. No, I'm saying is now religious people in general feel such kind of an onslaught of secularism that that has bound them together in a way that didn't used to be because yeah, they figured, I can buy that. Yeah, okay. Now get out of Dennis Prager I tried, and he told me to sit back down. Uh, don't see. No, you did. You see his show? No, you, you said thing? don't leave yet. No, I didn't. Oh, I thought you did. Before no, I get in trouble. I'm, things are going so well. Lauren loves to be here, I think. She's okay. here. I'm getting yeah. Lauren is great, but you know how podcasts... Hey, it's Adam. Gotta, don't ignore me. We gotta work... We gotta work Lauren in slowly because what happens is people on Podcast like two days in a row. What is every podcast? You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You've been in you've been in uh, broadcasting uh, yes, a long time. Yes, I know. All right. What are you laughing? Been at broadcasting for a while now. I like the attack. Say a prayer <laughs> for Tim because he needs it. But I don't he, need prayers. He, he, he called God and it was put on hold. You keep your prayers to yourself. <laughs> it's put on hold. It's been 40 years now. I have a Muslim prayer rug and I kneel down and oh, pray. Oh boy, huh? Where's Mecca? Mm. So, uh, yes, I was going to say, before you left yeah. the radio hour, you said you were putting together a rock block of The Who. The Who because what, it's the anniversary of Keith A rock Moon's block death. is three songs. Right? Three in a row. We put six songs up. They get to choose the three. Well, you get to choose the one that you want, basically. You ever disagree with the vote and go, uh-uh, I'm putting this one There, in. There has been a moment in time where there's been a deep cut that I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Because I here's the thing, look. I get it's classic hits. Yeah. It's all the hits, right, from classic rock. But in a rock block, you ought to get one that's kind but, of a, a, a wild card, but right? But you get the people who complain, well, you guys play the same songs all the time. Yeah. When you give them an opportunity... They vote you, for the same songs. To, to pick, let's say uh, Eminence Front was in it today, right? Yeah. Ugh. Didn't get picked. Uh-huh. I love that song. I like the song. I like that. Do you don't like that song? No, it's overplayed. Yeah, well, so is Won't Get Fooled Again. Yeah, but, uh, but that made it in. It did not get picked. Really? Who are you... Yeah. Pinball Wizard and my generation at number Pinball three. That's good. You know what? I'll tell you something about The Who. When I was uh, in the 70s and, and early in 80s, <clears> when, <throat> when I was younger, I liked the big arena rock songs. Won't Get Fooled Again, whatever. I didn't care much for like the little pop songs. Now it's completely reversed. Yeah. I love Who songs like Substitute. Pictures and, of and, Lily. Pictures, yeah, that, that, I like the, like the, the early stuff more because how many times can you listen to Won't Get Fooled Again? Right. Yeah. I mean, I used to get really jazzed when Daltrey would scream in the middle of that, but now it's like I've heard it nine billion times. It doesn't really Play. affect me, but something like Substitute, it's just, it's just a great Substitute, song. Substitute, my generation. Even Pinball Wizard to Pinball me. Pinball Wizard's a great one. How about Squeeze a quick Box. One. Squeeze a quick Box. One. A quick one while he's away. How about Boris the Spider? I bet you that wasn't even. Boris the Spider. So uh, this is, I think that there should be, there should be a wild card in there. And my wild card for the Who rock block. Yeah. Is this somebody's birthday or some anniversary? No, Keith died. Keith Moon died. Okay. Um, I, I like, um, did you ever see the faces of the children? They get so excited. That wouldn't be in there. Waking up on Christmas morning, oh, yeah. hours before the winter sun's ignited. But if you, it's, I love that song off of uh, Tommy. But sometimes when you write lyrics, it's just rhythm, right? Because if you think about that first line, it's really a stupid line. Yeah. 
Who hasn't but seen Who hasn't seen the faces of children <laughs> on Christmas morning? Like, who is he talking I've to? I've seen a lot of them. <laughs> Like, who, who are you talking to? I got to ask you a question. Did you ever see the faces of uh, ch- children on Christmas morning? They're so excited. Uh, yeah, all right, I got to go. Who hasn't? Who hasn't? But I love the song. And, Jews? Uh, no, they've seen kids that aren't Jews on Christmas morning. Uh, why? Are they hanging out at the Gentiles? Yeah, the people do mix. <laughs> okay. What about, uh, what about your, your interfaith marriages? Certainly those. Uh, person yeah, you pick one. Depends on what dominates. Yeah. Jehovah's Witnesses, they don't do that, do they? They don't do the Christmas Jehovah's morning. Witnesses have never seen the faces of the children on any holiday morning because they don't celebrate holidays. Uh-huh. Right. Nothing against it. Did you ever see the faces of the children on Eid morning? <laughs> <laughs> they get so dour. Here's your goat. Uh, Tommy the Who. Love the album. The movie, hit or miss. Yeah. The songs in the movie soundtrack. Jack Nicholson. Yeah, I heard the, I heard the movie it. versions first, so oh. I like them. Yeah, but Jack Nicholson ruined really I know. my I favorite so. song. Oh, no. Because you didn't grow up with the great version right. from... Uh, from the Who? Yeah. Why am I blanking on the song? Which song is it? Uh, um, Eyesight to the Blind. No, no, it's no. that's Eric Clapton did that one. Um, he's like it's, it's he's he's the doctor. Oh uh, yeah, unreceptive. yeah, yeah. He's in, on the album. It's like he seems to be completely yeah. unreceptive. The test I gave him showed no sense at all. And then Jack Nicholson's like Monotone. he seems to be completely unreceptive. I that sounds fine to me. Well, it's not. Because you didn't grow up. Is it better than Fixing a Hole by George Burns? Fixing a hole. the rain. <laughs> that whole movie. <laughs> Sergeant Pepper's Lily. I like that bit. movie. Like, you liked it when you were a kid, and that's why? I liked Come it on. when I was a kid. Penny Lane is a girl, and she dies, and at the end... They're carrying her casket, and they sing, boy, you got to carry that weight. Ugh. Now, come on. Now, I come know. On. It is kitsch. That's why. Okay. So you like it ironically. Yeah. But the songs are good. Like I'm fixing. Can you do George Burns? <laughs> no, I'm fixing a hole <laughs> where the rain gets in. That's a little more Jimmy Durante. But no, the, Steve the, Martin doing Bang Bang Maxwell. That's all right. Because so, yeah. that was always a goofy Aerosmith. song. Aerosmith. Yeah, Aerosmith was decent when come together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Martin was okay with Maxwell Silver Hammer because that's that was always kind of a novelty, goofy song anyway. Um, yeah, but Ch- uh, George Burns. Fixing a hole. Fixing a hole. I was just listening to I listened to that album for the first time in a while. The a real one or the that one? The real one. Okay. No, no, the movie soundtrack. Well, it's available because I want to hear the Bee Gees sing "Carry That Weight." Yeah. <laughs> no. Now, what did Peter Frampton? Right. Peter Frampton and the Bee Gees sing that one together. Who is he? She. She's. He's Billy she, Shears. She's Penny Lane. He's Billy Shears. Oh, no, is, she, is she Penny Lane or she or is it Strawberry Fields? One of them. She's Strawberry Fields. Okay, and he is. Uh, like I said, there uh, must be a Penny Lane in there. Billy Shears. It's a bad enough movie. It must have a Penny Lane in there. It's better than Yellow Submarine. Oh, Yellow Submarine's unwatchable. I know. You, it's not even them. Well, I know it's not them till the very end. I didn't end. know that. As they a come kid, on, though. yeah. They come on and they sing like one of the worst hey, Beatles Bulldog. songs ever. No, they, they do one, two, three. What's that song? Uh, one, can I two, have a three, little more? Four, yeah. Four, can I five, yeah. six, seven, hey. eight, nine, ten? I love you. Hey, uh, I like Beatles. That song. Hey, I Beatles. Know. Beatles. We need a song for this. Uh, yeah. Sail can you just, the ship. Don't, yeah. They don't chop the tree. Yeah. Here's don't, a song that's so bad we were never going to put it on an album. Go ahead. Yeah. All together now. All, All together, together now. now. I like it. You like it, huh? But, anyway, yeah. well, it's not a classic. Let's put it that now way. Now that it gave us money for that movie, it was terrible. When I was a kid, I liked that movie. Me and too. when my oldest, who's in his early 30s now, was about five or six years old, I thought, mm. oh, this would be great. I'll show him this movie. 
I put it on, and within 15 minutes, we were both so bored. The blue meme. And I was like, no, I'm not going to force you to stick through this. How did anybody like that? It was re- relatively... Acid. Relatively successful at the time. Acid can't make that movie. I good. watched it the first time I ever took acid. Oh, hey, look, we, this is a family. It's a 1988, show. okay. All right, but still, this is a family. Thirty years show. ago. I don't want you encouraging our listeners to go it. out there no. and do damaging things. Now, I'm a new man. I haven't had a drink or anything in three weeks. What do you, so you mean, anything? Anything other than drinking? What and, else is there? Well, whatever else there is, What's I the, haven't done it. Are you just trying to quit? I'm just, you know, trying to clean out a little bit. I feel like you want, want the honest truth. Yeah, always. I feel like the show's going well. I feel like my stature here and is there's going to be more responsibilities for me mm. um, as you know one of the faces of the franchise. And uh, I want to start you know going to bed at a regular time and waking up and being really fully ready to go. You know, oh, and so stop me. <laughs> well, you're relaxing now. You're you're, you're daily. He has day- a glass of red wine for the tannins. <laughs> oh, no. Autumn, I would appreciate. See, this is the one area. Now I said we all do voices. Why can Tim do boards and I can't do Belinda? Because Tim does boards with the right, with the with the. Correct- all I said was that Mister Bortz likes to have a glass of wine for the tannins. For Tim, the tannins, Tim does good it for the heart with the right spirit. Which and is you, well because you're make, you're having fun. Yes, Autumn is jealous of Belinda. Because Belinda is a female voice on the station. Well, Autumn should be. I'm the queen of this radio station. <laughs> and Autumn, and she'll never get any promo work. Uh, see, Autumn is jealous, and that's what I'm saying. Is I don't. Well, think... she should. As she should be. <laughs> just, I'm the best, and no one will ever take my, my place. It's and my Belinda. reverence. It's my reverence for this company <laughs> that keeps me from jumping in on and because, it. And Belinda is nothing but an absolute. Wonderful, nice person. Right. Well, you're just the sweetest. She's setting me up for a heart scan. Uh, that's right. Now get your scan. Okay. Your so I'm saying is, <laughs> please get I your scan. So let's be cool about it, Autumn. Autumn is going to get me in trouble. Yeah, I, mean, I'm, I, I think so too. Y'all should fire her. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm going to. And I'm going to. Who am I talking to? Autumn's, <laughs> Autumn's veins are just clogged. Yeah, it's just yeah. So, uh, Linda and Dave Baker are going to be at the home show this weekend. We're going to be at the home show all weekend. Come down. Yeah, I don't want. Don't get her. I'm going to bring don't, some Chick Fil A chicken biscuits. Don't get her <laughs> going because she's going to get me in trouble. And you know I, what I like to order at Chick Fil A? I tell them to get a little bit of iced tea and right. a little lemonade right, in you, the same jar. All right, Autumn. I yeah. bring jars from home. Autumn, <laughs> Autumn, <laughs> Autumn. I am going to turn down your microphone. I don't approve of the styrofoam. <laughs> They use All a Chick-fil-A, right. but I don't mind to bring my own mason jars All from my house. Fisher. Hey, Mark you Aaron here that? for Southern Nights. We got the best lubes in town. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to say to you people. So what you were saying there, you, you thought you had some kind of career on this station yeah, I'm saying forward, is, but I now think it's not anymore. Things, <laughs> things are going so well for me <laughs> that the only thing that can hurt me is me. Are you tired like, of being a landlord? Do you have something oh. <laughs> better to do than deal with people and their problems? Why don't you hire this company? They'll just take care of all your horrible renters. See, I don't mind. Uh, in my mind, uh, uh, when you do Sean Hannity, I feel like he'll never hear that. Like, you know, he's not here. Oh, he's listening. He's never going to he's gonna, he, never he, gonna he hear He hears that. everything. Right? Uh-huh. All I know about Sean Hannity is uh, they, they, the people, not all I know, but in terms of me, is... Uh, the management had a meeting with him, and they were going over 
you know, different ratings and stuff like that. And so because I'm on the, they see EVH, mm-hmm. and he pointed to it and goes, who's that? Who's that? Ooh. Does he have sleep apnea? <laughs> Don't let him take my gig. I need that money. <laughs> so that's it. That's as much on the radar as I've ever blipped up for Sean Hanning. Who's that? He's not related to the Kimmer, is he? Because the Kimmer threatened <laughs> to beat me up one time and I had to run out of the building. I've heard that story. Is, is that apocryphal? I always assumed that people made that story up. Because I, I wasn't there. I heard it there. when I was there. Yeah. yeah well, that was a big rumor. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, folklore. Yeah, clear channel. All right. Can it's not, let's not get uh, dragged down into the... Myers of radio? The quagmire. Yes. I feel like sometimes we talk about the inside of radio, and I think sometimes people like it, but I think other times people are, well, not every day. You know, and we, well, there was a we time, go in deep. Like I, I would be interested because I'm interested in the industry. <laughs> there was a time when Tim started being on the show where there were episodes and episodes where you guys were just like, oh yeah, well we had all our system going after Cuban up every, every program director, the orange one, yeah, mm. the orange one going at every uh, consultant. And I think there was one last week, yeah. but it's been a while. Remember the orange one when he came in and said, "Guys, I want to be your coach." Yeah. Four days later, I never saw him again. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Uh, you know, it's a compliment, right? Come the team's at, doing great. Come down and have lunch with me at the Terminus building, and I'm going to lay out this strategy for you to do yeah. all this work that I went and did, and then... No, nothing, never, you never hear from right. him again. Oh, you went to an actual meeting. Yeah. This is when they were trying to retool the regular guys. I guess the ratings weren't what they was before. The ratings? Well, no, they wanted me to do things outside and not get paid for it. Of course, well, that's radio now. Yeah, and I... You know, no. Yeah, it's called added value. you got to give them some added value. Yeah, I'm going to watch your horrible... you got to go clean the Corvettes. ...abortion of a TV show they show every night at 7.30. Yeah, that one of the... It's like TMZ, but it's just DJs. They're not wearing their headphones. You know what? Sometimes I find yeah, that to be somewhat... That. Sometimes I find that to be somewhat entertaining, because one... Who are the ones that are from Atlanta? Is that that Portia Fox that I Portia, was hearing? No, not Portia Fox. Portia Williams. Portia. Portia. I think she's pretty good. She's good. I think Head Crack is good. And I really like the host. What's his name? Um, chat. Oh, yeah. Uh, Smiley. Ricky yeah. Smiley. What, what are they on? Some competitor. They're right? on here. I don't know yeah. what state. People should listen to Kiss. I just want to say. But then you get to the guys in, in California. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, 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 well, I think I've heard that name Portia for a long time. I never met her. I, I never heard her. And the only exposure I ever had to her was on that show. And I thought, well, it's, you know, I like it's not my cup of tea necessarily because it's gossip and it's entertainment. But for that thing, they do it well. That part I can watch. But if, as soon as they go to the other market, the dish—that's what it's called. The dish. That's right. And then she got killed in, at the beginning of. Uh, she got eaten by a shark at the beginning of Sharknado Five. Who? Porsche. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, she's a big star. You know, I'm. I'm my she's first, funny. She's really funny. She yeah. is funny. Housewives. That's when I. Oh, she's on Atlanta. Uh huh. Oh, I've never. I haven't seen that in so many years. I don't even know the people who are on. Is Whitfield's wife still on? She was gone for a long time, and now she's back. Oh, and she so. was uh, trying to get back together with Bob. Oh, hey, uh, she's going to be on that show. Oh, yeah. I bet you they can get. I bet you they can get any Real Housewives they want. I bet you they, they, can, yeah. they can get Bob's co-host on that show. But no, they're not oh. staying. They're, they never got together. Uh, oh, it they didn't, did. didn't work, work out, out huh? because he wouldn't admit or like take any uh, responsibility for abusing her. <laughs> What? For like hitting her. What? Oh, oh come yeah. on. Don't don't wait. Don't just start throwing that around. I'm not throwing that around. That's I know a fact Bob, that he admitted to on the show. Oh, really? So yeah. He's a good guy. But um, sometimes he's a little Kim reckless. Zolciak's coming back. He was a little reckless sometimes. So we, we we would do we would do stuff out like I remember one time we did uh, he was at one of our Pregnant uh, Bikini Pregnant pageant. Bikini pageant. And, uh, you know, and I, he was like drinking a lot. And then he got into this like $80,000 car or something, whatever. And I'm like, look, dude, you can afford a driver. Yeah. Like, why would you put yourself in that situation being, uh, in the NFL, 
Like, you know, just don't be reckless like that. Go out, have fun, do whatever you want, but have a buddy drive. Look, there are people who just want to be friends of people in the NFL who will gladly just chauffeur, yeah. drive you around and do stuff. Take advantage of that. But I don't want to go off on that. I like that guy, and, you know, he's overdoing his thing, and that's cool. He seemed really cool, and he was really funny on the, he's on a very funny the episodes dude. that he was on, but then, you know. He's a very funny dude, but we're, we're now doing a commercial for our competitor. He's not a competitor, but you know what I mean, in life. I'm talking anyway. about Bravo. I don't know what y'all are talking well, about. I don't know what you're talking about. So, uh, <laughs> Bravo. The Real Housewives of Atlanta. See, my wife watches some of those. I th- she just stopped. She liked the one in... Um, New Jersey, I think. Mm, yeah, and she, that one's coming back. She told me uh, she just stopped. She's like, it's just after a while, it's just people yelling at each other. It dumps the juice. <laughs> it dumps the juice. It just gets really vacuous, right? Yeah. Well, get, well yeah. you look, that's going in. Great that's why word. Autumn's well, a fan. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't want to think. Well, that's true. Yeah, I want to think about their dumb issues and not real. Do you issues. ever yell, like North? Korea. Do you ever yell? Do you ever like go? Oh, come on! <laughs> Um, I, so there are, it's not, you're not just straight watching their show. There's a lot going on. There's like Twitter wars that you're aware of. Oh, right. There, you know, there's, um, things that happen after, you know, the filming has ended uh-huh. on social media that yeah. you are watching for in the episodes that are just now airing. So your brain there's, is just full of all this stuff. Oh, it's a lot. There's do you ever, a lot do you think, more going on. There's people that used to be on that aren't on anymore and now have been relegated to friends of the housewives. And so they don't have a part uh, on the show as much as they're supposed to, you know, like, do no. you, uh, mm. do you, uh, so, but do you ever do this, the, the second screen thing, the thing they call second screen? Like if you're watching it live, do you get on Twitter while it's going on live and follow what people are saying on Twitter? Because at that point, you're really just jumping into a sea of idiots. I mean, not only oh, it's no, one no, thing, no, it's it's one thing to watch the show, okay. another thing to follow it live and comment on it. So there um, is a Facebook group that is a closed Facebook group. Is it called that- Dumb People Who Watch TV? No, it's it's a it, the the name changes uh, based on what's going on on different shows. Uh-huh. It's like every couple, maybe I don't know, every four weeks. It so might it's change. a reality TV in general. Group. No, it's about Bravo. Oh, Bravo! And it's loosely connected to a, a podcast that we're all listening to that does the recaps of. It's called Watch What Crappens. Oh, that's not that and Andy Cohen guy or whatever his no, name is. No, it's because that's Watch What Happens. Oh, this and is this a play is on what that. Crappens. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like that guy. Well, it's because you have Cohen. a problem because he's, you know, how he is about the whole. It's because he's to our, back Anderson to, Cooper and yeah, back to our he's a lizard person. No, I, I watched that show he hosts, the dating or the, ma- uh, what is it called? Match game? No. Love no. Connection. Love, Love Connection. connection. And he doesn't have the, the swagger. That- Nobody has what Woolery had, but you can't do a show like that anymore because Woolery, Woolery was able, you know, you have to throw stuff at people and different shiny metal objects and keep yeah. their attention. <laughs> you can't just sit on the couch like, well, you know, it used to be a big deal when Woolery would do his back in two and two with his two thing. And two. And two. That wouldn't, nobody wouldn't even register now. It's like, I, I got to have two people in a box and, you know, they have to have a challenge and, you know, somebody's got to be mad at somebody. It's, yeah. you know, you know, let's look at Autumn. Come on. She's into this. She wouldn't watch. Do you watch Love Connection? No. Oh, Do you watch the cooking shows like uh, that Gordon Ramsay hosts? No, because I know that the British versions of the Gordon Ramsay shows are so much better and mm-hmm. so different. Can they and swear? Over there? Yeah, they swear. Yeah, yeah. But he's not like he does get upset, but it's nothing like the American. It's not versions. so amped The American up, is it? ones, yeah. It's 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 the volume on the um the drama is way yeah. turned up and way played out. But all right, and I was going to say too, like <laughs> as, as far as like cooking shows go, like the Great British Baking Show. Yeah, the British version is so 
wonderful. Would you because, like to borrow some butter? Well, let me tell you something. No, no, about, it's not just yeah. the bar. It's it's that there's there's no um inner cast member conflict. Right. They're not like trying to play one yeah. contestant off the other. They're all just trying to do their best. You know, I was let down by Gordon Ramsay uh, when. Uh, he had that show where he had the kids that were cooking, mm-hmm. yeah. and I thought he was going to scream at them and humiliate it's them and wrong. make them cry, but he didn't. He was a nice I guy. Thought, I thought boring. you were meant to go on like a dinner date with Gordon Ramsay. You didn't show up. That's why you said. I you think Gordon Ramsay would be a guy you have a beer with, you have fun. I think so. Seems Absolutely. like a. Seems like he's a, he's a footballer. Yeah. yeah, I think he seems like a yeah, real he was, dude. He was going to be a footballer, and he got injured. Right. Yeah. He did a restaurant over in the old Fourth Ward. Did a restaurant? You mean in a sexual sense? Or? Yeah, he just, oh, great. He just ripped his clothes off and took it. Had his way with that restaurant. That it was. It was. It was a Candler. Park or Inman Park, it was called. Was, yeah. yeah, and uh, Inman Park, I think. Yeah, it was Inman Park. So my buddy Jeff, who's on Radio Labyrinth, yes, he, he is. Which uh, you guys uh, put out? You doing another one? Uh, what's good? Which one's out now? Uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna. Tonight, Autumn's on the last one tonight. When I get home, I will put up the uh, Twin Peaks special. Oh yeah, we did a show yesterday. Twin Peaks. He told yeah. me I'll have it up by tonight. I worked until anyway. All right. Oh, you mean he said that yesterday? Yeah. So yeah. Jeff got us into the restaurant the night they were filming, and it was the night. What does he have? Some kind of restaurant sway? No, he... fa- Facebook. Okay, he was in a group. Right. So we go, and Gordon Ramsay's <laughs> walking around yelling at people. Yeah, and just for fun, I thought I would uh, send my food back because it, that's going to get you. The some... steak wasn't cooked, and he walks back. Goes, What's wrong with it? <laughs> I said uh, it's 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 cold. And he goes ah. And but we didn't make it on. No, uh, you didn't um, make it on. You, you know what? You need you saying you need something more. I should have punched it. It wasn't what I expected. Yeah. I should have said it's delicious. That's that's the problem with the American version is like, it's not real. You know, the British version of the same show. Maybe not. It may be that you're just not as used to the colloquial ways and speaking over there. So it seems more real to you. Whereas in America, you know Americans and you know how they act. And so you can kind of suss out when they're not telling the truth or when it's all made up. It may just be that you're not as exposed to yeah. the English as much, and so it I seems more I watch a lot of BBC America. Okay. So. I, must say, I haven't watched Doctor Who at all. Is it over this year? I never went back. The, she, I don't follow The it. woman's not showing up till Christmas. Yeah, I need to go back. But I like that actress. She's on that show Broad Church. Church, Church yeah. she's the, she on Broad She's Church? the mother of the kid who gets killed. Ah, uh. Um, and she, I always thought she was great. She's kind of an English Sandra Bullock sort of reminds me a little bit. Yeah, of yeah. I like out of all the newer ones, since it rebooted and came back, Chris, Christopher Eggleston is my favorite because he had swagger and he didn't care about his I liked all that him. Much. I liked him a lot. I think that the, the scripts got better after him, mm-hmm. but that's not his fault. No. But my favorite Doctor Who of the reboot Can is it? with him. My favorite Doctor Who episode. Mm-hmm. Of the reboot is with him, and it's the one where they're stuck in the church and the dragons are. Yeah, that, and the the guy with the car accident and all that. I find that to be probably the best of the reboot versions. And I like that one companion that Dave was it. David Tennant had um with the, who had the grandfather. Yeah, yeah. I liked her a lot. I like the the little bald guy that's now there, but they pushed him aside for the new girl. Well, they had to get her in there. Uh, I know. But did you see the Christmas one from last year? That's yes, a great I saw that one. one. That's, yeah. a, that's the best one mm-hmm. in a long time. I like Capaldi, but it's getting so politically correct. But, I, you know, I, it, it, they lost me. You know, like every Saturday at nine, I'd make sure. Mm-hmm. And I just stopped. I was like, I don't. I don't need to be lectured. You know, they did another, it's not just the political correctness. It's, um, you know, they did one. The second or third one of the year was all about how. It was a world where um, people, uh, these bots or whatever they are, only spoke as emojis. Am I saying it right, Autumn? Emojis? Yep, you're good. Okay. Uh, And I just thought, you know, in the future, that's not going to seem like the future. 
emojis are going to be like blue jeans at some point. Mm-hmm. You get 20, 25 years from now, it's going to seem stale and dated. It's So it, it just doesn't, to me, emojis don't ring up the future or some technological world. And also, the writing, it seems like I've seen six or seven episodes in the last two years where the fabric of, say, a building or whatever, it ends up being whatever the entity is, is actually worked into the fabric of the building and then it breaks down. Mm. And it's like they've done that little trick Kind of getting lazy. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, so there's that. And then when you add the obvious slap me in the face political correctness, I just had enough. But I should go back. I'll wait till it gets on Netflix. I used to like that show so much that I bought the first season. I'll tell you why. Because I can't stand the fact that BBC America, during science fiction shows, keeps that stupid bug up there the whole time. Oh, I know. Telling you what the next show is going to be. Now, look, if I was watching a reality show or even a talk show, fine. But if you're science fiction, you're supposed to get lost in it. You're supposed to, you're in a different place, in a different dimension. You don't want to be distracted. It's fantasy. And to have this thing swirl around. And so go, Graham Norton's on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's like dancing around at the lower left of the screen. It's like, how am I supposed to get lost on this ghost train in the cosmos that you're trying to give yeah. me a ride on? So I used to like the show so much, the reboot, that I would buy the season on Amazon so I could watch it without all that stuff. Why is there so they much? lost me. That's all I have to say. Why is it they have all these runs of Star Trek Voyager all the time on BBC they America. Own, they, they, they own it. They own oh, it. And yeah. it's easy. It's easy. You know, people get stuck. People get bogged down. Voyager's boring until the last three seasons anyway. Mm. I thought, I like this, the one with, with McGrew. Kate Mulgrew. Yeah. Kate Mulgrew. Mulgrew. I actually like that one. I like it. It's, I think like that she's I a, I actually think that she's a really good captain. I do she, too. She was like, she should have been, if anybody ever made a real version, a good version, not a crappy version of Atlas Shrugged, she should have played Dagny. Mm. I mean, that was, to me, she just she didn't have to put it on. She, like, had command of things. New like, Star Trek sh- uh, debuts next week. Online or on CBS? It's an app. You have to get the app. But app. They're not going to play any of them on the actual CBS? No. And the reason is, is because they don't have faith in the show. There's a couple things going on. But it was announced that way. I remember from the time they announced they were going to oh, do it. Oh, I know. They, but you know it, but I thought a couple, I thought the first one was going to be on CBS. No. And then they direct you to their digital. The problem with this, this show and the problem with Star Trek in general. It's going to be PC, I bet. Well, it's totally PC. But yeah. it's, it, it is a prequel. So it's in between that show Enterprise with Scott Bakula, which was. That know, was good. Some the, of it. The opening song was awful. But some of the episodes were really good. He, there was a lot of action in that yeah. one. I like that. But then you get to this, and then this is supposed to be before Kirk and all that. But what the movies did was, you know, the J.J. Abrams, they split it away, and they created this new timeline. What CBS eventually wants to do is bring it back and then go forward post- Right. Next generation. But the thing is, Paramount owns the films. CBS product, CBS television owns television series. Okay. And then, you know, there's this internal battle, but they want to get rid of all the, the, the new timeline. Hey, you know, since we're on this kind of stuff, um, you're the Radio Labyrinth guy. Say, what, is this an episode of Radio Labyrinth? Hey! No, hey. I, I let Autumn, <laughs> let Autumn be the critic. Um, I'm reading about this thing called Inhumans. And it's just getting trashed. Oh, yeah. So it's a TV show right. that apparently is, looks like crap. If you read this stuff, it just looks terrible. Somebody described it as it looks like people in cosplay, you know, at a Dragon Con or yeah. something. And it's a TV show on ABC, <clears throat> but they put together this 40-minute like thing and started showing it at IMAX. 
And universally, people were just like, this is horrible. Mm. So, I mean, can't I they th- just... I got an idea. Superhero I got fatigue. an idea. No superhero television shows or movies. Two years. Two years. Yeah, good luck with that. That's it. That's I it. tried to watch The Defenders on Netflix because in the Marvel Universe, I loved the Hell's Kitchen uh, superheroes. I loved Daredevil. I loved uh, Luke Cage. Yeah, I don't know what these people these, are. I mean, this is going back to the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> then You're like me. I, I was never a couple of Well, they yeah. made the series out of it. You know, it's, it's supposed to be grittier and more realistic fighting yeah. than, you know, this you know, giant buildings and the Hulk and all that. But this, the show, I watched the first episode, and I was bored. Enough. Yeah, Enough. Yeah. And the thing is, it seems like now, we're, we're gonna, we are getting to that point now where, you know, the millennials are the writers. Yes. And it's just... Ugh. Doctor Strange was a good you movie. Know, the I just whole, watched that. The whole... Uh, I was reading... Uh, and, you know, I used to beat up on millennials a lot. I try not to do it as much. But, I mean, <laughs> I, I was reading some stuff yesterday. You ever... You know, are you familiar with this platform called Medium? No. It's basically people write, and you put in the things that you like. It's kind of cool because it keeps feeding you articles that uh, kind of fall into areas that you that that you like. And I came across a couple. Do you remember that NBA player that was drafted in 2012? And he was like, I can't remember his name, but he was. Everybody thought he was going to be the biggest thing. He was compared to like Barkley and LeBron mm-hmm. coming in, and but he had social anxiety. And it was a big deal where he started, you know, he started having problems with social anxiety. The Houston Rockets um, drafted him. He never actually played, I don't think. I think all in all, he jumped around to three or four different teams, and, and according to this article, had nine minutes in the NBA. And he's got, he has panic attacks, and he has this, these problems, OCD. And the whole thing of this article was such a millennial point of view. It was just, it was like, <laughs> What the NBA missed out on when mm. they passed, and you know, and then this guy's all defiant. They couldn't deal with me because I was. It's like, look, when you own a team, your job is to win games, and it just comes down to this: if you have social anxiety, we're not going to be able to count on you to be able to show up every night in front of thirty thousand people plus and play the game. I'm reading this thing. As if, you know, these millennials feel like the NFL with Colin Kaepernick and, and the NBA with this situation, that they're all supposed to be about helping to support people. They're about winning games. <laughs> look, I can't run, so I can't be on any team. I have all my life since I was a kid, I have tried to run fast and I don't understand it. Like it doesn't even, how do people run fast? I've never been able to run fast, beat anybody in a race. So guess what? When it comes to sports, that's kind of a natural handicap that I have. You're but watching. I, You're I just watching. You're not playing. Yeah, I'm not writing <laughs> articles about what the NFL missed out on when they didn't choose Eric Von Hessler. For, you know, I do radio because I can run my mouth. Yesterday, I learned that, and I didn't know this, that Colin Kaepernick's uh, crazy girlfriend. She's the problem. She is the problem. I don't mean in life in general. No, whatever. I mean, in gonna, this situation. He had a job with the Ravens until she tweeted out a picture of Ray Lewis and the owner. Looking like a scene from Django Unchained. Well, there was a picture from Django Unchained right there. No way. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't know this. And, yeah. and, then he, and Ray Lewis just said on, I think, because they just had that first NFL, oh, yesterday, yeah. NFL Insider or whatever mm-hmm. it's called. It's on Showtime. And inside he, the NFL. Inside the NFL. And he said, we were in back rooms, and I was trying to convince them to take a chance with this guy. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, it just and and but uh, it's funny you say that. Another article yesterday on Medium, uh, no, this morning on uh, Yahoo, which is way politically correct. Their news, um, 
It's just like how Ray Lewis was wrong. Do people not understand this is a business? Yeah. And he could also be here's how, you're, here's how you're always on an NFL team. You produce and you do not continually get hurt. Now, continually getting hurt isn't necessarily your fault. Or distracting from the game. Well, yeah, but I mean, let's face it. If you're winning, you can do a lot of distracting. True. So that part's true. And also, again, I like to point out, Colin Kaepernick was not cut from the 49ers. He had a job. Mm-hmm. He chose to become a free agent. Right, Autumn? Yep. Uh-huh. Free well, agent. She thought, man, she said, wow, I'm on reality shows. We're talking about the real housewives. <laughs> no, we quickly and then pivoted. Jada, boom, the other way. Well, you know, that's how we go. That's how we roll. Right, Autumn? That's how we do. That's right. That's right, you all. This- Keep going, talk about sports. And Colin sports. Kaepernick. I'm about, we're talking about social issues with Colin Kaepernick. He's um, he's uh, I don't know who's he's adopted, but he's of mixed race. He's of mixed race, and he's adopted by white. a white suburban family. Right. He grew, the story before Colin Kaepernick became the uh, activist of the year. Uh, the longest story I read on him was about how his parents gave him a pet turtle when he was. Young and somehow that was a way that he found responsibility. I don't know, whatever. But I mean, nothing is more suburban than getting a pet turtle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he grew up in a suburban white kind of situation. And this is my speculation. And, and speculation is only good for what it's good for, which isn't much. Mm-hmm. But this is my speculation on the whole thing is then he falls in love with uh, her name's Nessa or something. What is she on? Power or something? She's on a, I don't know. What she's on a new, hot. 97 or something in the well a big station yeah a big like hip-hop type of station mm-hmm. in new york city i believe and she's well known in that market and she's real activist minded and i just think that she like worked on him like hey you know you you you're black but you kind of were brought up with white privilege so and now you have this money so you have an obligation to stand up for, uh, you know, I just think he got pulled into it right. through whatever, because he, that's not how he started his career. And he's not a dumb guy, but he doesn't make his, he, you know, when you wear a t-shirt of uh, Fidel Castro, <laughs> and then you wonder why the Miami Dolphins picked up Jay Cutler and not you. I mean, the, the people in Miami hate Fidel Castro. Right, because they experienced life under Fidel They experienced Castro. it, or their grandparents did, or their mm-hmm. parents or somebody. And, you know, well, we, we've talked about a lot and nothing on the show. Are we almost done? I see you. Oh, oh wow. Colin Kaepernick didn't get fired. He quit. He had a job. How much time? 35 seconds. What am I going to do to fill up 35 seconds? Look at that. you got to get closer. It's a, it's a wide shot. No. Let's put it online. All right. It's a great Kim Jong-un that you put together. It's unfinished, but. I'll do it. We'll call it unfinished work number four. Get off my lawn. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.